What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's live. Today is your topic Tuesday. I'm going to let you guys decide what you want me to talk about. So let's have some fun with this. If you have any questions, we'll have Mia get us started. But before that, let's do an intro. Check it out here. What's up guys, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Sam Marvin and I've been in the photography industry for 25 plus years. While I love being a creative, business is my passion and elevating the industry of photography is my focus. I created the Seven Figure Photographer to share my journey to seven figures and help others find their way to. All right, so. Like I said, today is your topic Tuesday. You choose what you want me to talk about, and I will talk. And let's hope we can have some fun with this because, well, because it's up to you. Posing lighting tech specs on camera. Wow, James just jumps right into it. Like, yeah, no. He just went for that. No holding back. Okay, well, for posing, I guess the best thing that I could give you about <laughs> posing, this is this is a tough one. For me, the biggest thing I like to do is I watch for people's natural movements. And then that's kind of my starting point, my jumping off point. So I typically will have somebody just kind of, I'll, I'll put them in a scenario or in a position and then I jump in. Oh, he says he's just kidding. No, well, I'm already, going. I'm yeah, already on it. So we're, it. we're doing this. So that's kind of where I start with just basically like watching their natural movements. And then like, as they do things, I'll be like, okay, stop, do that right there. And then basically I'm going to work on it from that point forward. The other things that we try to do now, I, I'm not necessarily great at this, but focus on triangles and S shapes. So meaning with the hands, uh, like, you know, the natural triangles and the S shapes, that's pretty much like for me, again, the biggest thing for me is I'm going for particularly focused on like what their natural movements are because they have like kind of their natural things. And those are also the things that are going to be most notable to parents as well. Also with like heavier set people, I try to shoot from higher above, you know, the whole selfie thing, hold it up high so that you get a better. So, so that's kind of one of those things. Sometimes with skinnier people, like if they're awkwardly or uncomfortably skinny, like that's a thing just as much as being heavy is. And so I try to shoot less flattering angles to thicken them up a little bit, as long as they're not like you don't want to mess with somebody that has like an eating disorder or challenge or something like that. Any, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to mess with any of that. So that's kind of one of those things. Now, as far as tech specs on camera, I just, my tech specs are based on the price. Like <laughs> <laughs> if it costs more, it's better. That's just, that's where I go. I don't know if that's, um, <laughs> I don't know if that's properly the, uh, or probably the, the correct thing. But for me, the biggest thing is, is I want a resolution that's not necessarily going to kill my hard drive space. I'm really big about just ergonomics and comfortable of use, like simplicity, like the menu system, the Sony menu system absolutely kills me. So I've used it, loved the sharpness and everything. That was great. But yeah, that part's, that part's just kind of a hard one. As far as tech specs, I want, I want fast capable, but I also want like 
since I went to Sony years ago and then switched back, that I autofocus was probably one of the most important things to me. I'm a little bit shaky, so I want, I noticed a huge difference going from mechanical camera to mirrorless camera. So I'm all about the mirrorless. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie says, oh, Sam, gas. Exactly. Gear acquisition syndrome. I have a whole video about that on YouTube if you want to go watch it. I don't know if Mia will find it and post it, but it's a pretty good one. I talk about gas and how I love to spend money. Apparently, James and I are very similar in this. We found out the other day in his coaching session that he won for being active in the group. And so we actually we found a common ground on that one. So. Okay, give me another topic. Okay, they had, they had another one. But I want to say, too, like, when you go back to your posing, I uh -huh. love that you, like, replicate for the kids what you want. <laughs> like, no, that's seriously, it's my favorite part because it makes them, like, all, yeah. like, There's, oh, that's It fun. is and pretty then, funny. Like, you'll it, see me. I always try to do, like, little girly poses, like, to yeah, it's um, the best. show. I always and try and catch it on the BTS. Mia so. always is trying to get those videos. And honestly, like, looking back, like, it's embarrassing when she does get them, but, like, when Everybody I see when I see those in videos and posts and stuff like that, I'm like, like she posted one on Seven FP not too I long did. ago, and I was like, <laughs> it'll be back again. All right, that one was that one was kind of cute. Like, was cute. I actually looked decent in that one, so I'm all right with it. Okay, um, Carrie wants to know what your best time saver in your business is, or biggest time saver in your business. I said me, of course, but you might have another answer. She actually costs me a lot of time. <laughs> she always wants to talk. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> So probably the biggest, let's see, the biggest time savers in my business, automating things, my CRM. So because that really automates a lot of things for me. What else would you say are my biggest time savers? In all honesty, like it sounds silly, but when we sit down for me, when we sit down and we have like our planning meetings and we know exactly what we're doing, like I feel like. That helps me. So Mia's going to say time. scheduling, which yeah. we all know that Sam's not good at. And so that couldn't be a time saver in my business. But well, it is a time saver in your business when you actually do it. We are working on it. We've actually been scheduling a lot lately. We have quite a bit of stuff scheduled out for the year. Yeah. We've, we've been working at it. So, yeah. So that would probably be one of them. But I would honestly say the biggest things for me, the biggest time savers are really understanding like how to, like I think, kind of time blocking stuff out, like helps me a good bit. Uh, outsourcing is probably the huge, probably the biggest time saver. My wife just said, cause yeah. she's her, she is our outsource person. So yeah, that's probably, but Zapier is probably one of my biggest time savers. I literally do like, there's so much that I do with Zapier and with my CRM. Steve says, what CRM are you using? I actually use Tave. I've used, oh, you just answered the question. This is this is the the my topic. They get to choose, and I talk me. <laughs> you told me to answer their questions. I'm answering their questions. So yes, we use Tave, and we actually just switched back to Tave from Pixify. Pixify is great, grand, and wonderful. Love it. They're great. Tim is great to work with. But I was there were some things I was just really missing about Pixify or about Tave, and so we made the switch back. And honestly, I'm happier than ever to be back. I finally figured out one of the biggest challenges that I was facing, which is really dumb. I left Tave because I wanted to be able, the biggest reason was I wanted to be able to text my clients like reminders and stuff like that. And so Pixify became the obvious answer to that. As my friend Tiffany Hicks 
reached out to me one day and said, I finally figured out how to do text messaging with uh, Tave through Zapier. And so I was like, okay, let me check it out. And then she showed me and she linked me to the profile. Mm-hmm. I was like, we've been able to do this with Tave for years. So why did I leave? So I don't know. That was, but I love, honestly, I love them all. Uh, 17 hats is a great one. It's lacking in a lot of things. Like I think it's great for a lot of people, but when you get into more of the technical stuff, like you really wanting to, to create systems and processes for things, then it does lack in there. Any good CRM that allows you to integrate with Zapier uh, gives you a lot of opportunity. Also, Trello is great. Honestly, honestly, like I feel like if I were to start tomorrow, so, so, well, yes and no, like, I don't know that I would just bail on Tave. That would be a really hard one. But if I was like, if I was a new photographer starting out tomorrow and I was like, okay, Sam, what are the things that like you would suggest for me? I would say Trello as probably the number one, like just to save for not spending like too much money right off the bat. And cause I've always like, it's always intrigued me. Like, what would it be like to just go move to a different sa- town, different state, whatever, and restart? Like, how well would we do? How long would it take us to get back? Yeah, I don't know. To where we're at. Mia doesn't like that idea. I'm not so sure I like the idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think the cost of living here is becoming so ridiculous that it's, they just sold an 815 square foot house here in Boise for $515,000. Are you serious? Dead serious. Downtown? So down, well, not, not even downtown, downtown, but yes, downtown. Did that make any sense? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, hope that was beneficial, Steve. I'd love some more questions. Deb McGuinn says, what do you use? Sorry, I had to reboot. Oh, Tave. We use Tave. It's actually, it's such a cool, such a cool resource. We've actually been talking a lot about CRM and Trello in the 30-day lead challenge, so I realized that the, everybody doesn't necessarily know like what we've been talking about. So you're missing out. Yeah. <laughs> like we we went time. through some good stuff. So we will be doing another 30-day lead challenge. Of course, this is kind of the launch point, and we're seeing how things go, and hopefully getting some feedback from people about what they like, what they love, what they hate and making it a better program and being able to launch it again. So Jason says cost of living is going up everywhere, but Midwest, honestly, like when we, out, when we went out and saw Craig Lee out and I don't, I couldn't live out there. I couldn't live don't in like the, wind. the crazy wind, but it was beautiful out there. I loved the open just country. Yeah. Like it was, it was beautiful and the big clouds, like, ugh, it was cool. So give me another topic. How do you do avoid you, burnout? I don't, I just burn out and then do it again. I'm just kidding. Well, that sucks. <laughs> Actually, th- that is a really good question. And I think that I've accidentally set myself up well for this because what happens is typically the way my season works, we kind of like we're slammed until the day before Christmas. Yeah. Like, right? That's because we're getting everything done with seniors. Then we have orders that have to be done with CIC Pro Lab, my, my lab business. We have like last minute, like have to get everything out to clients for other photographers that order through us. And so that's kind of like our, our deadline is like, or that's kind of like the, cause we have a lot of local people that order. And so we'll have like last minute deliveries. I typically like to do like, actually I don't even like to do up to new year's or Christmas Eve. I, I do it like a couple of days before. And so then, then it's like, I have like two months, at least two months. So we have January, February. Yeah. Two months of pretty much like, 
travel and stuff. And so those are the two months I really, I don't, I don't even allow myself to schedule much in those times because those are the times where we spend a lot of effort focusing on what are we going to do better. I go to a lot of education seminars or conventions, stuff like that. And those are my, that's my recoup time. So I think it's good to make sure that you have a, like a season, but also it's good to spread it out as much as you can. Honestly, like if you looked at it, we have March, April, our two busy like times we can do destination shoots during January and February. We just haven't been doing much of it. So we could do March, April, and then June, July, August, September, October, November. So that pretty much gives us eight months of solid like work, pretty solid work. And then that means that we're four months, which nine months because December is a lot of work and we're still making a lot of money in December because of like sales sessions and stuff. And so technically it's nine months with three months off. I mean, how terrible is that? Not that bad. Like if I just did it more like focused, I don't know, but then maybe, yeah, that's, that's my, that's my story. Steve says, what makes your studio loom? Probably room, studio room. Expensive? Oh, look, expensive. Oh, look. There you go. Got when it. someone walks in. You mentioned last week that when someone walks into your studio, they know it will not be cheap. Do you have pictures of the studio? Actually, we do in a lot of places. <laughs> That's what um, I was just thinking. Um, yeah, it's all over the place. The so ultimately, yeah, we'll post some pictures for you, Steve. And I'll even find a video. I have a video from years ago where I did a studio tour, which we should do that again. Yeah, maybe we sometime. should do that rather than showing a um, video. But, and maybe we will do that. Just like do a walkthrough and record it. So ultimately, I think that what really matters is making sure that it just, the appearance is something of high class, at least. That can be paint, like paint choices, like stuff like that. There's even some things about our studio that don't vibe. Mm -hmm like the two cheap Craigslist pink chairs we have out front. <laughs> like that doesn't really vibe. If there's one thing that I could do, I would upgrade and update the furniture significantly to go for just higher end, higher look quality furniture. Like if you walk into my studio, it's dark hardwood floors, gray walls, white trim, and it has, not, you won't see pictures sitting on the floor. The pictures are all in the wall. They're all completed, finished. That could even be better. But the idea is that when you walk in, it's very classy looking and it's not a cheap. I've been into a lot of studios that are cluttered as hell. And when you walk in, they look like, like just clutter. And so I think that that's one of those things that can be, we have clutter. Don't get me wrong. We have clutter in here, in, in my in the office. office, in the de on the desk. Like it looks clean here. But behind the camera is Mia. <laughs> hey, whoa, yep, whoa. Yep, that's Mia. There's, there's the best right there. <laughs> no, wait a minute. See that's, her desk? That's See? totally unfair. See? But for the most part, <laughs> like... so unfair. For, for the most part, we actually have our crap together, I, I would say. We definitely have our quirks and, like, our mess. I'm probably the worst. I get, like, shit built up on... Sorry, I sh shouldn't say shit, but whatever. I just said it again. <laughs> well, I think, too, like, when they walk in, if they're here, like, we offer them drinks. We walk up to them... We yeah, and greet them. We just and make some it of that is classy. like even like the type of water, which our cooler is completely empty right now. Yeah. We got to update it. But like that. we'll do like Fiji water, or we'll do like mochas, like the Starbucks, Starbucks thing. So we try to have like Monsters. classy drinks. We have 
you know, we don't have cords and stuff everywhere. We try to keep everything just really clean, really clean and classy looking. And we've struggled on the clean thing, meaning like making sure floors are clean and dusted. But I have a cleaner that comes in, which is my sister, and she's been helping us out a lot there. And so I think it's just all those things. You want to make sure that the vibe is like classy. Here's a good example. Go to a, find a local, let's see, what's the best example of how to do this? Like, well, go to a grocery store. Go to, go to your local. I think you're on my face. Am I? I am. Can we not? <laughs> go, so <laughs> go to like a local down on the dumps grocery store, like your local mini mart kind of grocery store. Walk in there. Take in the smells. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a big part that's of big it too. too. Take in the smells, the environment. Like, does it feel like they've just stuffed everything in there? Is it well kept? Is it clean? And then go walk into like, I don't know where you're at. So, but like a Publix or like a, I'm not sure where Steve is at. So, or like an Albertsons or something like that. And you'll see a definite difference. And like, it's one of those things like when you walk in, you know, Okay, this is more upscale. It's probably going to cost more. Could I do more to make it even ritzier and nicer? Absolutely. Like I saw a thing on TikTok or a video on YouTube or something. There's this girl that she was like, she walked into, I think it was a Four Seasons. And just the smell inside was like expensive smelling. And she was like, oh my gosh, I love the smell. It always, I always feel, and there's so much associated with smell. And like, sound. Like smell and sound. And so having music at the, like the right level, maybe not dropping F-bombs constantly, yeah. those kinds of things, those are always important things. So I think there's a lot that people can do to really make their studio look up class. If you're hanging pictures, this is one that I saw, and I'm going to throw somebody under the bus, hopefully. I'm not going to say any names. I was in a studio this year, and I saw pictures that were just... I don't have an example. I need a picture. Oh, here. Well, no, this isn't quite it, but just like a picture. I've got a picture. We'll just say this thing, like literally a picture printed out on a piece of like foam core or cardboard. No finishing to it, no decal, decoration, anything like that, and it was literally taped to a wall. Okay, that doesn't that doesn't like scream classy. If you walk out and look at any one of the pictures on my walls they're either well framed or they're nice canvases in fact i don't no, do we have anything that's not framed now only metal oh okay so only metals even so like i'd rather have my metals framed so those are some of those things that you can make sure to like make sure that it fits within that style but if you really want to know go visit some places that you would never be caught normally like maybe it's a super <laughs> high-end hotel restaurant I'm a really big proponent, I think is the correct word, of if you want to experience it, like if you've never stayed in like a Four Seasons or something like that, go stay in a Four Seasons or go. I think that's an assignment I can get behind. That's an assignment you can get behind? Yeah. Okay. And, and that's a good thing. Like, honestly, I would, because like if you were to see what it's like, like you pull up and they do stuff like the bellhop comes out and they pull the, your luggage out of your car and they look at the name tag on the luggage and then they're like, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Mr. Marvin. And you're like, wait, what the hell? How did you know my name? Like, that's the kind of thing, like, that's the kind of service 
and you're like, okay, this is, this is nice. Like, this is bougie. This is going to cost me money. You walk in, and again, like the service, the experience. I mean, there's things like for us, like people walk through the door and sometimes they make it through and we don't even know that they've walked through and they're just standing yep. up. But even still, sometimes we're slow about getting up and helping. Like maybe, maybe in my next life, I'm going to have a person sitting out front and all they do is just get to watch the door, even though there's not very many people that like just walk through. Maybe we need to be that busy. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie says, do you ever get to do creative shoots, the stuff that makes you happy apart from your normal work? I have the opportunity to do that. (laughs) However, I don't do it. And that's one of those things that like I have wanted to push myself to do. The hard thing for me is uh, it takes a lot for me to channel my creativity. Um, I'm very business focused. I'm very driven. Like I said, I have five different businesses to focus on. So it's like, and I'll be straight up and honest with you. There's days when many, like some of them get zero focus from me and, and it shows like, you know, look at CIC pro lab. I haven't done much with that business for a long time because like, I'm not, it's not in a place to really make it grow. Like I could give it some effort, some time and really make that business grow. So it's hard for me. I would love to do more of that creative stuff, but I've also recognized that that creates more work for my business and for my people in my business that doesn't necessarily, I'm, I would love it. Like if, if there's anything that I could really focus on, I would love to go out and shoot specifically for competition, like print comp at um, the PPA and state level. So those are things that like, I wish I could do more of, but. Any other questions we got? Or any topics, not questions. Sorry, not to- questions. You topics. can ask to- You can ask questions too. I, I'm trying. Uh, I was just sitting there thinking it would be fun to go shoot just to shoot. I I think it would be great too. Um, um, topics. Another topic. Yeah, Carrie says she feels like Seven FP is almost your creative outlet, and I would agree with her on that one. Like it pro- it is, but it's still very much business and it's Yeah, but business is what you like too. But I think it also types of photographers. Like I go through like like this is kind of one of those things where this is my off season and so I spend a lot of time focused on seven FP. As I get crazy busy with Samuel Marvin photography, yeah, that'll fall you're off. gonna notice that like I struggle with keeping up with everything on seven FP because I have my regular coaching clients that I have to focus on. And that takes a good bit of time as well. And so I got to focus on like some of those things, but it is, it probably is some of my creativity. Really what it is, is I love helping people and I love talking, I guess is really what it boils down to. So, but I love sharing, like for me, nothing gets me more excited than business. Like, I don't know why, but that's like my, that's my happy spot. I'm going to Cut to Mia just because she's staring I, off I'm, into the distance. I am. I was, oh. I was thinking in my head and dancing. You look <laughs> like Ellie there. <laughs> okay, sorry. I just had to do that because I can. Okay, <laughs> business takes a huge amount of creativity. It does. Like some of the, you have to get creative about some of the things you do. Like for instance, one of the things we're talking about in 30 Day Lead Challenge, A, our, our focus is, and this is something I've told everybody, is uh, a lead is a name, phone number, and email address. And one of the things that we focus on, like in the book Traction, is our scorecard getting leads every day. And so yesterday on a phone call, I had somebody that I was talking to and I could tell she wasn't really in it. Like, I don't know that maybe we will turn her, but she was kind of like, okay, well, I'll let you know. And I was like, can I get your email address and I can send you some information. And so it was just really 
all about that. I don't know what that had to do with. I ha- there was a point. Yeah, I'm not sure where you went. I went, I went off, off <laughs> on that one. Okay, Deborah says, how do you know when it's time to hire a studio manager? I know I need help, but I worry about keeping them busy enough. So this is a, that's a great question. In the book that we're reading, Traction, it talks a lot about team players and team members, right people, right seat. The 17 Hats, the program, obviously, is created after the concept of photographers wearing multiple hats, doing multiple different things. So when you realize that there are things in your business struggling because you're not able to give your best attention to them, that's when you realize that, okay, I've given it my all, but I'm not doing a good job and it's not serving my business. It might be time for me to hire. Okay. A studio manager, that one's a little bit harder because you're looking at a higher cost of like a a higher expense for your business. So you got to know that you have enough work for them to do. And I would also suggest that like for Mia and I, we actually, I really dug in and was like, I want to know, I want to, in fact, I did it wrong the first time (laughs) I, I hired somebody and I really didn't jive. It didn't feel good with Mia. That was part of the reason I actually went into the back room because Mia was actually working in the lab in the back. And I was like, you know what? Like I always have good conversations with her. Like, and I just felt much better. Like, like we could talk and I found myself wishing that with the new girl that I had hired, wishing that I had that kind of like a, a talk, I could talk to them, like feel comfortable. And with this person, I did not feel comfortable. So that's when I decided I was going to fire them and talk to Mia and everything kind of like, it was like one, like, yeah, it all just kind of fell into it place. It kind of did. And it, then that's, yeah. So anyway, the biggest thing is making sure that you have enough for them to do because you want to keep them busy. Like that was one of the things I recognized when I hired my first Mia that didn't work <laughs> uh, was that I was like, okay, I can't hire somebody and expect them to be a part-time worker. Like I think she would actually be happy if, she, well, maybe not, maybe not the money aspect part-time, but like her whole thing was she felt like she could be like, she could have done a lot, but one of the problems for me is that we pack too much on her. And then I have to be like, okay, what do we, we got to take some stuff off of her because we're just like, I got, I get lazy about things because I'm like, oh, well Mia gets stuff done. And so then I don't pay attention to things or I become like, for instance, social media. Like I used to be like, everybody used to tell me, oh my gosh, you take more selfies than most high school girls. And I'm like, like, I don't think of it like that. I'm just trying to be like them, do what they're doing and, and kind of keep up with their way of communication. And I got away from that. And then when Mia came in, I don't do hardly anything with social media. In fact, she runs a lot of the stuff and like starting the communication with you guys. Like I'll see posts. I'm like, oh, I didn't know she posted this. I'm like, oh, maybe I should interact (laughs) with it. So you do get lazy about a lot of things, but at the same time, she's freed me up to be able to focus on the most vital tasks and really my strong places or my, my zone of genius zone of genius is photographing and sales and really like working with people. But those are, those are probably my two zones of genius. And I could even do away with the Counting sales. Obviously isn't one of them. Cause what? you were at three. Counting. Well, I know, but I, I was like, <laughs> shut your mouth. Yeah. So, so anyway, sh- can I say something to you on that? For Deb. Go for it. I'm, I'm over you. You're fired. 
I think too, one of the things that made it work so well, and they talk about it again in traction, is that Sam has systems in place. So it wasn't like, and even the systems that we, he didn't necessarily have in place when I came in, we've been able to build those systems so that we are able to communicate back and forth really easily. It's not like I'm just sitting here doing like random stuff that I have no idea if it's moving the needle forward because you have those systems in place. I know what I can do. And I think that's really, that was helpful for me once we got that up and running. So yeah. get some systems done and ready. I mean, that is, that is a big thing. Like, but some of those systems weren't in place. We didn't realize that we had those problems right. until you were here and not because you caused problems, but because <laughs> it was like, okay, there's another dynamic to how things work. We, you know, Michelle does her thing at home and you do your thing here and I do my thing over here. And we start to learn new problems because we get customers that call and say, hey, what about this? And then I'll be like, oh yeah, let me check that and get back to you. And then I forget to get back to them. And so there's obviously a break in the, in the wheel. We got to figure out what do we do to make that, make that work. And that is, Deborah, that is exactly right. The first thing, like for instance, one of the things that I really want to do is I want to open up a couple other studios. And this was actually something that we discussed on the way back from St. Louis last May. And I was like, okay, the first thing that I need to do is make sure that every one of my systems and processes are in place and dialed in so that I can replicate. If you look at any, like watch the, the show, The Prophet on, I think it's ABC or NBC with Marcus Lemotis. The first thing he does with every business is he, he looks at it and he says, okay, because everybody wants to take a business and make it a franchise. And if your business is running like absolute garbage, like you're just going to replicate garbage. Yeah. So if I want to replicate what I'm doing, I have to have good systems in place and know that, okay, here's the process for how this gets done. And if it's not working, let's look at the process and figure out where the real root of the problem is, fix that. And then when the process is working, then we have a business that we can replicate and create the same thing because everything's documented and easy. So I think that's a big thing. You have to understand, you have to know, and you have to have a good idea of what are you giving up? Like, what are you actually outsourcing or what are you actually having somebody do? And if you don't even have like a good process for how you do it, you're just gonna be throwing money away. So something to think about. Yes, system is my first priority right now. Fire her and she can work for me. I think there's a Good. list. Huh? <laughs> I think there's yeah, a list. Yeah, you might be on you might be you might be on the list like closer to the well, you'd be the next one on the list. <laughs> Good luck getting her to move to New York. Or Texas. That's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not even gonna go into that one. I told her I asked her today, I was like if if Michelle and I decided to move to Texas. Would you follow us? And she was like, I don't know that I can, but I think she would. I don't know. I think she would. I don't know. I got a plan on how we could do it. Like, we don't even have to move to Texas. We could just go down there like four months out of the year and just do winter. That I could get behind. So maybe. we could do winters down there until the business down there is like strong. And then we'll just hire another photographer up here and we'll move down there. Boom. Just kidding. James Ohio. says Ohio. <laughs> well, I don't want to compete with you, James. <laughs> I don't have too many, we do have some Texas people, but actually, I don't know. I love James's like whole like world out there. I bet. And I know Ohio is beautiful, honestly. So my wife is from Pennsylvania and I think it's gorgeous in Pennsylvania, but East coast, I don't know. I don't know if I could be that close to my other 
father, my family out there. Who knows? I probably could, but I do love the East Coast. I've spent a good bit of time there in Virginia and in Pennsylvania, and it is beautiful, but I don't know. I just I want to feel like I can do whatever I want. That's all. Okay, I know it's like picking your fave child, but your one favorite business book. Oh, frick. Oh. You're crazy. I want to see if I can figure out what your one. Like, I love the concept of Pumpkin Plan. It's not necessarily my favorite book, so we're, that one's out. Yeah, I'm, I was kind of thinking that you were surprised about um, that one. Not Overcoming the Imposter. I got books freaking everywhere here. This is ridiculous. Dog ate my book. Yeah, Mia. That's Mia's a good dog. The one page, that was a good one. Here, let me really see your book. My book. Are you serious? Yep. But, Let's show them your. Okay, but you guys, I love books. Like, I. This is how she treats her books. No, that is not. She feeds them to her dog. No, that and is so. If you would just feed your dog more, maybe your dog wouldn't eat your book or your shoes. Ironically, I have to buy dog food on the way home. And or he did eat a shoe yesterday, underwear. and I was totally pissed. Yeah, see, like, you just need to. Oh, here's one. Oh, my goodness. See, there goes the mess. This one actually, oh, it doesn't have it in here. This is one of the coolest books I ever got, Giftology. And it came with a metal, like, book, uh, book, what is it called? Book marker. Mine is, I still think mine is the 12-week year. To me, that was just like. I still haven't uh, told you what my favorite is, though. Um, uh, oh, oh, gosh, I just had it. What's the one that you talk about? Except for not Big Leap. Um, what's that other one? No, I don't know. What is it? You just said it. It is, it is. It is Big, Leap. Big Leap. Yeah, the Big Leap. So uh, it's by Gay Hendricks. It's the Big Leap. I don't. I, it would be a. It would be a hard toss up between that one and Profit First. Profit First was such a freeing book for me, and it is about money and numbers and stuff like that. But it probably between that and the Big Leap. Big Leap just because. It was such an eye-opener to realize that, like, and I'm experiencing this with some things, but to realize that we actually set ourselves up and sabotage ourselves regularly. And it's important to find your, find what makes you happy and what makes you the strongest and focus on that and what's called your zone of genius is to find your zone of genius and focus on it. And if you do that, you're going to be the happiest and you're going to be the strongest and I think that's why for me it's business. Like it's like I love business, but yeah. Maybe it is time for me to reread that. Probably at a good. Yeah, because you didn't even like it. I didn't like it the first time. I don't think I was in the right phase in my life to. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. You're I just crazy. it wasn't it wasn't a good time for me to read it. I just read it and I felt down on myself. Like I had a hard time figuring out what that spot was or what I wanted to do, and I felt torn so in so your many directions. Perspective was my perspective was off. Oh, okay, oh, okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah, and th- honestly, like I remember, I was reading it on the plane out to sink and back, and it made so much sense to me. Like it, it just, and I think that that's really what it is. It's just like education, everything. We we have different points in our life when we're ready for different things. I look through my list of content for 7FP and we literally have a list of like probably 50 or 60 different content ideas for 7FP and I read through it and I'm like, nah, He's always like, Mia, what's the topic? And, and I ask her what topics I should talk about and then I'm like, I'll find one. I'm like, oh, yeah. But like when I write them down, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such a good topic. I'm going to write it down. And then I'm like, just not feeling it. So... 
that kind of kicks my butt. Carrie says, awesome, I own it now to get through it. Well, don't forget that we have Sell or Be Sold, which is next month's business book of the month. And it's a good one. It's an easy read. Honestly, The Big Leap is a quick, relatively quick read, but it's deep. Yeah, I was going to say it wasn't And you quick should read it, Carrie. Actually, I think that would be that would be a good slap in the arse for her. <laughs> she, lo- <laughs> she loves me. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. Okay, I got one more. Room for one more because we got to go. We yeah, have to we make it to a meeting at 1 o'clock. And so, what's next? Do you got a good topic? I can't um, believe nobody said sales. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised too. But sales would take like too long, so that we can't do that one this time. Okay, fine. Um, well, we have our convention coming up. So, what's the benefit of like being part of your local state organization? Yeah. You know, I think Pitch there's it. so much because like it changed my life and my business being a part of the. Professional Photographers of Idaho, mainly because I got to be around other people that had the same passion, same love, same drive as me. And I got to see like that things were possible. And then I also had kind of that built-in cheerleading club, whatever. Uh, And so it really drove me a lot to realize like what my potentials were. I remember at times like being in PPI thinking, man, I just want to be like, I just want to be like, that person or this person and wanted to grow. And so that was like, you know, eye opening to, to be a part of it and to grow and grow, um, beyond it and everything. So those are, those are all like, I just think that it's so good to, to do it because a, it strengthens your community. It strengthens your, your industry and helps so much in that aspect. And so ours fizzled out of, unfortunately start a new one, Deb. It's, I mean, it's hard, I'm sure, but people need it and people need that community. So anyway, that's probably, I think that the state organization, a lot of people like struggle with paying for it, like not seeing like the value or the benefit, but I think there's a huge amount of value in it just because, like I said, you get to be in community that is really like along the lines of the same thing you're trying to do. And so you get a lot of help here. Definitely jump in and get started. Find a couple of photographers, create a board, like get it going. And it is challenging because it's all volunteer and you have to do it. Okay, we got to get going. Okay. All right, guys, you guys have a wonderful day. It's been fun hanging out with you, but peace out, Girl Scout. I forgot what to do next. Boom.